Hey everyone, welcome to Expansion Cast. Expansion Cast is a magical podcast I created so people could find simple or unconventional solutions to expand their personal awareness and experience. This podcast is dedicated towards revealing people's divine truth and how that divine truth works its way out into the world, one by one, helping liberate each of us on our personal path to freedom. If you love this podcast, please give us a rating and share. Cindy, welcome to Expansion Cast. Thanks for joining me. Hi, thank you. So, everybody, I found Cindy on the internet, and I watched some of her YouTube videos, and I felt like reaching out because she had a lot to say about Twin Flames. And one thing that was very cool that happened was Cindy is actually in the same city as I live in, which is very odd. And here we are, online, live. Yeah, that's very cool. I think we just found that out. <laughs> yeah. So, Cindy, let's let's. I've heard so much about twin flames lately and twin souls, and I've heard that um, some people say that twin, like a soul, is split before the person gets here, and we come here with half a soul, and yeah. that our our mandate in life is kind of to find the rest of our soul and get it put back together. I've heard so many different things and me from it, from a, a tantric perspective, I kind of see that as a, as a, as a way of, um, I guess, understanding separation. And uh, in a sense, what do you, what's your, what are your thoughts on a twin soul, twin flame? Yeah, so, um, oh, there, there's a lot in that short little thing you just said there. There's actually quite a, a bit to unpack there. <laughs> but for, from my perspective, I'll just tell you my perspective on it from what I've learned uh, through my own experience is a twin soul or twin flame, as it's more commonly known, is really, um, it's the first, I don't want to call it, it's, it's the first uh, word that comes to mind is division, unfortunately. It, that that creates kind of like the wrong impression of it, in my opinion. So we we all know we all come from source. We all come from um, a much bigger consciousness than we currently are experiencing uh, in this body and in many lifetimes. So your twin soul is really um, the very first split off if you want to call it that from source so basically if you want to kind of imagine it we have source creator god whatever and then after that that consciousness started to kind of like uh beam itself into different experiences and your twin soul is basically the first one that you had after that so it was you as like your your biggest consciousness and then you know, that energy that was originally you from God then um, went into two separate ways. Um, now, that's not true for everybody, but it is how it is 
in this universe at the moment. My experience is a little bit different, but for most twin flames, um, they've, they've, they have they've were together at the source and then split off and then had whatever experiences. And what happens is they also come back together. And when you come back together, you share your experiences and then you grow. So that's like the, the, the simplest way to put it. And then you grow. So the, the, a lot of people in this lifetime, especially right now, have this urge to um, meet their counterpart. You know, they have to seek this counterpart and then they feel like they're going to be whole, like you said, and, 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 and everything in life will be beautiful. But really what's happening is that they've had a contract. They've had an agreement with their twin soul that they were going to meet in this lifetime and uh, come back together and then share experiences. Now those experiences can vary depending on the soul, right? So they can be negative, they can be positive and anything in between, really. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's to put it really simply, but uh, like you said, it's, it's not in my view, I don't see it as two halves of one soul. Uh, each soul is whole. Each of us is an expression of God. Each of us is an expression of the divine, whether you're with your twin flame or not. It just so happens that what qualifies a twin soul from others, from soulmates, is the energy signature. You happen to share almost identical energy signature. And what makes you different is the different experiences that you've had separately uh, in different incarnations. But when you come back together and re-merge uh, and, you know, and re-share all of that, you, you re-harmonize, re-align, and then re-become like each other. So, yeah, does that make sense? <laughs> it's, a, it's a good story. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. What, so what's your experience? Uh, have you experienced a twin flame? Have you, can you have more than one? Yeah, you can have more than one. Uh, from Mike's night out, I'm not saying this is the ultimate truth. They can, you know, it, I'm sure there's a lot more to this. But from what I understand, um, the 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 current universe that we inhabit is a, a universe of duality of contrast and contrast. So uh, the duality, so that's always by two. It's usually, you know, that's why they said true twin flames. You only have one twin flame. That's where it comes from is because uh, it, this is the universe of contrast and of love. And then the, the way that we experience that is through duality, is through having male, female, yin, yang, blah, 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 all of that wonderfulness. Um, now, from the, those of us who are actually originated or chose to be part of a different universe at the beginning, we can have a different experience. So for me, I'm from a universe of unity where we actually, our soul split is actually into three. So, uh, so I actually have two others, um, which I didn't know for the longest time. Uh, even when I found out about Twin Flames originally, about four, maybe like five, six years ago now, uh, I knew who mine was, but I didn't know, I, I, I knew the other one was maybe a very close soulmate, but because in my head and because in the media, it says you can only have one. I was like, you know, it's that one. The other one is probably just like a common soulmate. I thought he was a soul brother or something of, of us both because we're both very connected to this person. But it turns out 
that uh, we're actually the same. <laughs> All three of us are the same. And the difference with uh, my experience, because we come from the law of unity, we actually are always together in some shape or form, even when one of us is not incarnate. So this is what happens also with a lot of people is their twin flame often does not incarnate with them. So sometimes we have no notion that we have a twin flame and it's not supposed to be part of your experience. A lot of people who are like, twin flames don't exist or whatever. I mean, these people have a twin flame, but it's not part of their experience. They don't need to know about it. So for them, it's just whatever, right? Um, yeah. Mm. You know, for me, for a bit of my experience, it feels like um, the twin flame uh, thing, the twin flame story, whatever, whatever we want, the belief system, or whatever we want to call it, um, it feels like it's coming from a place of of scarcity, like a, a neediness place that we need somebody else outside of ourselves to make us feel whole. I mean, that's kind of my perception of the whole thing. And, you know, and, and I know from a lot of work I've done in, in Tantra that, you know, I've healed a lot of that space. And like today, I'm good. I'm good without needing somebody to fulfill me, to light me up. It's nice, though. It's nice to have somebody that lights me up. But it's not like I have this yearning to meet the other half of me if that makes sense yeah right that's perfect uh, and that's a lot of why I speak out that's a lot of why I make my videos and probably why you're, you're drawn to like talk to me today as well is because my message is mostly don't focus on that um, I, I'm not speaking to people who are seeking their twin flame because to me, that's pointless. If it's not supposed to be part of the experience, it's not supposed to be part of your experience, period. I really don't believe that everybody that's spiritually mature is supposed to meet a twin flame because that's not, that's not what it's about. Spiritual awakening is really its own thing. And to me, the, if, if you are in a twin flame experience, you find out pretty fast that it is its own spiritual awakening. It's just another way of doing it. But it doesn't, it's not, it's not a requirement. It's not a prerequisite for anything. It's not part of the spiritual journey. It's actually its own spiritual thing, completely. And it, and both, whether you do it on your own, whether you do it with a twin flame, whether you do it with soulmates, well, however you do it, it's the same, it's a different path on the same journey, on the same uh, end goal, right? for ascension or whatever you want to rename it for remembering. I'm, I'm, I'm now thinking of ascension more as a remembrance, as remembering who we really are. And to me, I'm doing it through my twin flame journey, but it doesn't have to be like that for everybody else. And I really want people to get over the fact that a twin flame is the end all be all, and it's the ultimate partner and it's the ultimate uh, person that you have to be with and without them you're not whole or complete because that's a misnomer and it's untrue the, the thing is that we all need to realize is whether you're conscious of your twin or not it doesn't matter you're always divinely connected to them the same way that we're always divinely connected to source to spirit to to each other you know, that doesn't get severed. It's just that um, for those of us who are born 
with the contract, with the agreement of meeting that person, we do have this yearning. And that's a very real thing. I don't want to take away from that. But at the same time, I want to, to give the message to people who are alone, who are lonely, who are in pain, that have had trauma, that are looking for that. And so a lot of people fall into the twin flame myth of the twin flame story, as you say it. And they want to make it their own because they think it's going to fix them. And they think it's going to fix their problems. And it's going to bring them that love that they need and it's really not it's just going to bring them more pain uh because when you and then so a lot of people i find will focus on one person that they think is their twin has to be their twin for whatever reason and if things don't never work out and they just bring themselves more hardship and they just cause themselves so much more havoc and it's it's not necessary right so that's part of why i, I do i share my experiences part of me actually doesn't want to because a lot of what I experience is really out there. <laughs> it's really, it's, you know, I've, I'm only sharing the, like the tip of the iceberg a little bit. And even that can be a lot sometimes. Some videos I've even hidden because I've had uh, people come to me with all kinds of stuff. And I've had to be like, okay, this was too much, obviously. <laughs> so I'm going to have to take this down for a while until people are ready to hear it. But uh, yeah. Yeah, but you know, people. There, I mean, people are all over the place. There's people that are ready to hear something and somebody else is like not even close. So, I mean, I, I found out quite early not to uh, really change, you know, my story or, or, or the message that's coming across because uh, everybody has a, has a different uh, need. So I really, I, I like what you said about how if, if we see our twin flame and we try and have them fix us that's going to create so much disharmony and uh how do we know i guess how does one know when they're actually in a twin flame relationship um so that's a good question for me the way that i knew well i didn't even know about twin flames first of all when i when i was first uh when I was first in a, let's say when I first physically met my twin in person, I, there was, there's, there's, this was 1998. There was absolutely nothing <laughs> out there that said anything about twin flames. And the closest thing we had was uh, the notion of soulmates. Uh, but other than that, so I knew he was a soulmate for sure, but I also knew that soulmates could be anybody. It didn't have to be romantic. So I had actually at that point, a few people that I had identified as a soulmate and he was definitely one of them. But the, the thing that was different with him, that was very different from anybody else was the psychic phenomena that came with it. That just- Tell me more, um, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> so when you meet a twin of flame, usually it's not just, uh, people say it's a deep knowing. Eh, no, it's not just a deep knowing. It's really your whole being gets activated. Your psychic senses get uh, accelerated, your spiritual knowing and growth all of that, your awareness just expands really quickly as soon as you're in the physical presence of this, this, this being, this other soul. Um, because that's what happens when you get back into the same, it's like a magnet. When you get back into the same energy that you both share, it's just, it's like going back to source. So everything that you are as a divine being gets exploded. If you want to see that way, it gets reawakened, gets reactivated. It's like the batteries are on. It's like you're switched on, boom. And it can be very jarring because you all of a sudden you're having visions. All of a sudden your telepathy gets 
activated more than it was before if it was already active. So you hear songs are talking to you all of a sudden. Music is a different vibration. You think like you get messages, you get, you know, a lot of people nowadays are really big into the number synchronicities. I wasn't really into that. I, I wasn't aware of it. Uh, but definitely I see that now a lot. Um, but uh, yeah, back then it was music and it was also the light. Uh, when I first saw my twin flame, I like to know this one because this is called soul recognition. Uh, this happens not all the time, but I feel like it's a really important marker. When you, when you meet your twin flame, you will see usually a big light around them or around their crown. Uh, for me, it was so intense. I could barely see his features. I couldn't even tell you what he looked like on the first day I met him. All I knew was that this person was very special and, uh, and I had to, to know him. So, and that's usually the, the that's usually the, the, one of the biggest markers as well as when you meet this person, you, you have the sense that you first, that you have always known this person and then that you absolutely have to talk to them. You have to make a connection with them. And it's so strong, you cannot get away from it. Since it's, it's not like, oh, maybe I'll talk to this person or maybe, you know, no, it is like, you have to, you will move mountains and do anything in your power to be close to this person. So it's very, very intense. People say it's intense. Okay, that's the thing about intensity. People say, oh yeah, twin flames are intense. And they usually attach it to a more toxic form of intensity to like pain into this kind of like, uh, unrequisited kind of it's so you know kind of like this passion you know but it's more than that the intensity really comes it's like a, a, a magnet that is pulling you to this person and you you can't help yourself and it's not when you first feel it um, it's very divine there's no pain or anything like that it's really you just feel like you're flying, you feel like it's the greatest love ever, but you don't know it's love at first. It's just, you know, it's just, you know, this like, it, the more you're around with them, the more you're like, oh my God, this is like the biggest love I've ever had. And another thing I want to say, it doesn't have to be romantic. It's not always romantic. Sometimes the biggest love in your life is not romantic. And I've met mm -hmm. a few people like that, that are this intense friendships. And it's like the best, this is like their person but it's their best friend or it's their brother or it's their, you know, whatever, sister, mother. It doesn't matter what their relationship is. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, yeah. We just had a moment to flashed off Facebook, but here we are back again. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I just saw a flash. I don't know what that meant, but um, anyway, so What's what's the advice for people? Like if, if people are thinking about, oh, I need I need to find my twin flame or it's all I can think about. Yeah, that's a tough one, honestly, because I've been there. Um, I've been there and I'll tell you what I did. I did all the things you shouldn't do. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I obsess quite a bit um, and I kind of went into grief mode and into uh, just pouring all my pain into that. And what it did is it just made it harder and it really pushed the connection away when you do that. So, I mean, the best advice I would give is to give space, is to give space and love to that and to really take care of you and let them take care of themselves. Um, 
I mean, it, and, and that's the thing is, is even when you are in a good place with your twin flame, you will, it will always bring you back to yourself. Uh, that, that's kind of like one of the main core things about the relationship and any good, really healthy relationship will always bring you back to yourself and appreciate yourself and knowing how to love yourself properly. And that's really the biggest advice I can, I can give. And that's what a lot of uh, counselors or teachers, teachers <laughs> are teaching right now is to get back to yourself. And I think that's honestly the right way to go. So if you're feeling like, ah, I have to be, you're, you're overly focused on that one person. You need to rein that back in and bring it back to yourself like a mirror. Imagine this person's a reflection and it needs to bounce back to you. Because as soon as you do that, now if you are in a twin flame connection, as soon as you give yourself that love, guess what? They're going to feel it too. And they're going to magnetize mm -hmm. back. And not saying that that's the way to get to your Twitter flame, because I know some people teach that too, <laughs> because nothing's guaranteed. Don't think anything is guaranteed because it's not. However, if you have a contract uh, and you really feel that, then yeah, it's, that's usually what happens. If as soon as you feel good, you take care of yourself, you're in a good place. Your twin flame is going to be like, hey, what's going on over there? And, and it's, you know, and they're going to be like, they're, they're just going to be drawn back into your space, whether they want to or not. Right, right. I mean, it's, it seems a lot. It seems like you're talking about integrity, being, in, you know, in integrity with self, with your core. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, totally. And I think integrity is one of the big things that is that is being shown by twin flames right now, twin flames that are currently in union and, um, you know, showing the world what love is like, what love in a harmonious uh, place is like in that it's about it is about integrity. It is about about being truthful and honest and vulnerable in all of your relationships not just the one relationship mm -hmm. it's because that's the thing is once you start uh once you are in a good place with your twin of flame like myself I'm in union with mine and it's like now I can share that with everybody else you know it's not just about me and him and the other <laughs> it's me and him mm -hmm. and everybody else and you start, and that's when yeah go ahead do you have an example like like a vulnerable example uh, well, I'm much more open now. Like I used to be the type of person that was very scared of people. I had high social anxiety from trauma, from whatever. I had a lot of fear around people and I wouldn't talk to people in public. It was, it was really hard for me. And I mean, now I just don't hold back. Now I talk to whoever. Now I'm very open. Now people are drawn to me. People just see me and they're like, hey, you know, and before people used to kind of run away from me or be like, what's your problem? That's just seeing me just because of the energy that I was carrying. And now, you know, I just, I seem to have um, this, this kind of feel that people are comfortable in and I make people comfortable because, and I don't hide anything. I don't feel like I need to, to protect myself. And, and, you know, as a medium, as I'm developing as a medium in my relationship with my twin, um, a lot of mediums and psychics feel like they have to protect themselves. A lot of empaths feel that I don't, I don't. And, and that's a big thing to me because people go, I go to Walmart and I get depleted. I go to Walmart and I, I, I no, 
I go to Walmart and everybody's like, I'm in like this huge bubble and people are like over there and nothing gets in. But at the same time, I give out a lot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I know negativity gets in, but at the same time, uh, I don't repel people. I, 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 what I exude is very calming and very nice to people so, so they're you know they're comfortable in that presence and I think that's what the twin flame uh journey or experience has brought to me and that's huge because it's brought me into a very aligned uh sense of self mm-hmm. yeah fantastic so your twin flame is is uh well you said you have two of them mm-hmm. are are they partners are they like parents what are they like they're brothers. Oh, brothers. Nice. They're brothers. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. I don't want to so say too been... much because of the, the situation, but uh, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, uh, they, yeah. So, cool. which is why I thought there was a, there was a connection because obviously, um, but uh, yeah, but <laughs> I didn't find <laughs> out what their true connection was until, uh, until they both passed on. So uh and then they came to me and that's how i really that's how the the twin flame journey really started to to come to me because for most of my life for my adult life i should say for about 14 years i was in deep denial of it completely and i would i wouldn't talk to them i wouldn't have anything to do with them i i was doing my own thing and i was happy that they were doing their own thing i mean i i told my one uh my partner i always said my ex-partner, I, I told him, you know, I would always love you, but like, I can't do this. And that's what a lot of people do. And, and no shade there. If, if that's your situation, you know, you have a twin flame and you're not in that relationship right now. That's fine. That's just, mm-hmm. you know, but you, spiritually, you're always still connected and you're still working together. Because I, I now I remember through dreams and through telepathy and the songs and stuff again. I we were still working together through those fourteen years. It's just that consciously, in my day to day life, I didn't want anything to do with that. Uh, and then when they passed on, uh, <laughs> changed completely. It, it completely changed my whole entire life around. Which is why I'm more vocal about it now. Because I mean, the magic I experience now is is insane. And it's brought me to a place I never thought was possible. And it's, yeah. So I feel like some people might say that if you had a huge trauma event, that, you know, navigating towards twin flame structure and all that kind of stuff might be a way to survive. It might be something we, our, our mind is telling us to help us survive in the now. How would you feel about that statement? Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that, um, which is, again, why I share my story. And in the hope that some people will um, get back to themselves and, and stop attaching to to that story and wanting that. It's the same as like, I don't know, I find it's the same thing as with celebrities. That's like a weird thing <laughs> to compare it to. But you know people who like who li- live their lives via the Kardashians, Karda- whatever they're called, the Kardashians. Kardashians you know what I mean? Yeah. Kardashians, sorry. Are like, or you know, they watch TV, they're like, and they're like so invested in what the royal family is doing and so invested in like 
Tom Cruise is like, I don't care. Like whoever pick a pick a celebrity and they're just like, keep track of their life. And it's like, why are you doing that? Why don't you keep track of your own life? Why aren't you, you know, bringing back that to yourself and your family and those closest to you and be invested in their life. Who cares what those people are doing? They're not part of your experience, but some people need that. And I think it's the same with the twin flame story because it's become so mainstream. People are like, oh yeah, yeah, like I need that. And, and they're kind of a little bit living vicariously through it and attaching actors, characters to that story. Oh, my twin flame must be so-and-so. But I would, you know, I, I caution against that. And it really calls you to go back into yourself and do some shadow work and be like, okay, is this mine? Is this my pain showing through or is this really happening? And I do this constantly, constantly. I'm a very, I'm actually a very down to earth person, very logically minded person. And everything that I have, <laughs> that I have experienced has really pushed my boundaries, really pushed what I thought was possible, my limitations is really actually like destroyed a lot of my limitations completely um, because I had to, otherwise I wouldn't have been able to accept it. And that, I think that's a sign of true spirit of a true spiritual relationship or happening or experience is when you find that situation where your belief systems are being completely destroyed. <laughs> or realigned or re-put back together, right? And if that's not happening, then I would ask myself some deeper questions about where it's coming from and why you need that. Why do you need that? Yeah, I guess that's the, that's the big question is why, why we do what we do. Um, yeah, yeah, it's all very cool. I don't even know what else to ask about it. You know, the only other thing that comes to mind is like, you know, I've I have noticed people who are so deep into the uh, twin flame story that just about everybody they meet, every new partner they meet, oh, this is my twin flame. <laughs> yeah, no, no, because your twin flame, you would know, you would know, like you would know in a level that is, that is not even knowing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, you're not on a level that is just there. It's just that you don't have to ask yourself, is this my twin flame? You don't have to be like, oh, I think this is, no, this is, no. That doesn't happen. That It just doesn't happen. Like you. And there, there's probably no need to even tell anybody. No, there isn't. I mean, people who know, I mean, now, of course, I'm being vocal about it. Um, but in my life, my, my, you know, my private life, not a lot of people actually know and or who it is really you know people do know that i that i'm a twin flame they don't know who my partner is or partners i guess is i only okay so what i talk about i usually talk about the one and i don't talk about the other one because it's not necessary and a lot of people are going to get confused and i've already done a video about multiple twin flames and it's kind of had it backfired on me <laughs> so because then everybody was like oh i have all these twin flames and i'm just like it, it, it depends on, on um, you have to, like the draw has to be there, the magnetism has to be there and, and the psychic, you know, um, activation has to be there. For me, it happened with both of them differently because one of them is romantic and the other one isn't. So they're both a kind of a, a bit of a different flavor. <laughs> flavor. That's why I know there's different, um, different types of, of relationship types you can have with the soul 
with the twin soul, depending on the incarnations that you have and depending on the soul agreement that you have. And again, I want to bring it back to that. You're only going to meet your twin flame if you have the agreement to meet them. Otherwise, you're not going to meet them. Mm-hmm. And it's pointless to try to, to attach that or to try to morph someone into, into your twin flame. It's just, and why, why? You don't even need to do that. You can love someone truly, completely open, be completely open and vulnerable and all of that goodness and have that return to you with anybody. It doesn't have to be a soulmate. Seriously, uh, my longtime partner actually in this life, my longtime spouse, I thought was a soulmate, not really a soulmate, but you know what? I, I, he's one of the best person I've ever been in a relationship with. And I would never take that away and say that it's less than a twin soul, that he's less than a soulmate. He was, he, he was my partner for a long, long time for actually my whole adult life. And, and to, to say that, you know, it's not as big as a love as another one is to dishonor that time we had together. So I wish I would never do. And I want people to understand that the person that you're with currently is the person that um, is going to bring you, or I don't want to say bring you because that's, it's, that's, that's, that's that neediness coming out, right? That need to mm-hmm. fill that space in you and Really, that's not what it's really about. Uh, when you get aligned to divine love, it's it's just yeah. Go ahead. You know, I I I feel like we can we can be whole and still move in life and interact with people who have keys for our um, expansion. And mm-hmm. so, you know, meeting somebody and it feels just absolutely amazing and. It might only feel amazing for 10 minutes for a conversation and bam, done. And all of a sudden you have a key to unlock something within yourself that you've been desiring to unlock. And, you know, that could be mistaken for somebody who's a twin flame. I mean, I meet people all the time who are there at precisely the exact moment to give me a key to give me a key to unlock, you know, something I've repressed or, or whatever it is. And yeah, yeah, they're everywhere. And I think that's the nature of relationships and they are everywhere because really, and, and I've seen that heard before. It's like every, everybody's a soulmate. <laughs> Not really. If you want to like quantify it or qualify it, but in a way if we're all, if you know, we think we're all, the same, we all come from the same place, the same divine consciousness, then yeah, of course, a lot of people are going to have, um, are going to have messages for us, or are going to have something that is going to have a deep impact on our growth, on our path, and it's the same with romantic partners, uh, it doesn't matter whether they're your twin soul or not, or soulmate, what matters is the experience you get together, that you have together, that you share together and how you learn and grow together. That's what matters. And if you're in a current, that's another thing. If you're in a current relationship and you're there because you think you have to, because you're obligated, because you made certain vows or you made certain uh, 3D agreements, whatever, because you said you would and you don't wanna go back on your word or all that kind of stuff, but it makes you miserable but it makes you unhappy, but it makes you want to escape into a twin flame 
mystical romance. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're in that boat, if you recognize that, then do something about it. Honestly, that's, and that may seem a little harsh, but I've been through that. And um, just don't stay there because your soul doesn't want to stay there. So do something about it and find yourself a relationship partner or whatever, or just be by yourself. You know, I've been single now for two, more than two years, three years. How long has it been? I don't even know. Mm -hmm. And I'm perfectly happy. Of course, of course, I'm not really single. I, I'm kind of I'm united with my twin flames and spirit. So for me, that experience, you know, kind of, um, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I don't want to go into too much detail, but it's it makes me so complete and happy and again you don't need your twin flame to be complete but it makes me so like there's so much going on with me all the time like I talk to spirit daily I don't feel like I need to look for a partner especially it's a pandemic who's dating the pandemic I'm <laughs> like if I would start dating now it would be kind of a bad idea but you know even though even if it wasn't even before it was a pandemic I honestly wasn't really interested and um because i don't need to so if you're and all i'm saying is if you're in a relationship and you're you're afraid of being alone you're afraid that you're, you're going to be financially unstable and all that stuff i mean all of that should be taken into consideration but um i think those are things that need to be addressed and i think that a lot of people who escape in the twin flame story are not looking at these things and that's why i'm mentioning Mm, yeah very good very good <laughs> yeah there's there is definitely something to be said about being single and honoring that space and that time that um you are single and yeah like like i've found that um without actually accepting it and diving into it uh, i wouldn't find my wholeness i wouldn't find you know the the core of me that you know that i wouldn't find my desires i wouldn't find my dreams there's a lot of things i wouldn't find by not being okay with being single and totally. like for for me right now being single i'm like i'm like i'm just fine i could be single the rest of my life yes i have moments where i'm like some old wound starts coming up and i find my neediness playing out or you know like i you know, have a, a conscious house where I have people coming and going, living here for three or four months at a time. And whether it's uh, masculine or feminine presence, I still get it somewhat attached to that person. And when they leave, I still find myself missing. And then I'm like, oh, that's so strange because now I'm feeling single again. You know, it's so bizarre because all relationships fulfill me to some different degree. And it's an, yeah, and it's uh, it's beautiful. Each one are beautiful in their own in their own way. That's totally true. That's totally true, and, and that's that, honestly the twin flame journey, as I said before, kind of kind of uh, brings mm. you to to that truth too. <laughs> that every relationship has something beautiful to bring to us, and that we bring to people. And that's the thing I was talking to a friend of mine recently, is sometimes we're not even aware of the impact we have on other people and what we bring to other people. And when you're suddenly are like, oh, wait a second, 
you know, I matter a lot to others or mm -hmm. what I say and do actually has a lot of impact and repercussions on other people. And, uh, and, I, and I think we, we, a lot of us feel so alone and rejected and for various reasons that we don't even think about that or we don't even know that that's a thing <laughs> that mm -hmm. other people do, right? So we all kind of look at each other the same fearful way or the same yearning and the same, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, and I think once you become conscious of that, and you're like, okay, you know what? There's actually nothing to feel bad about. There's nothing to 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 need to fill in myself because I'm already I'm already okay, and I've always been okay. I just didn't realize it. Yeah, misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's. It's a beautiful place to be. But anyways, here we are. We're deep into this podcast. We're just about at an hour, I think, are we? I'm not sure. We're in for a ways anyway. I don't know if there's much more to talk about. I mean, we can keep talking about relationships. Um, I mean, I can say that I don't believe in twin flames. But as as a podcaster, I'm open to other people having that story for themselves i'm yeah. open to having them have that play out and that's how they move in life how they interact with people you know i have a different description of what those interactions are and i think we're all kind of that ways and it would be really nice if everybody could say hey i believe in twin flames i like that story you know it, me it meets me you know it meets a part of my um belief system or whatever how, how i move through life and then there's other people that eh, it doesn't really sound you know right for them and like me and i have other ways of perceiving the same thing but i can accept another's twin flame story yeah and I can be very curious about it and what i would comment on that is that for me it's not a story uh for mm -hmm. me it's my life yeah. for me it's my everyday experience just like other people are married and other people um you know whatever relationship you have with a cousin or whatever that's yeah. what i have with my, tw my tw twin flame right. so it's a very real thing it's not like it's not a belief system mm -hmm. it's literally um it's only what i'm discovering all the time but, so. it, but, but it's still how somebody describes uh, something this, I mean, the story is how we describe an event, mm -hmm. how we how we interpret our event out to the world. So your reality is being interpreted out in the world in specific words and nuances, et cetera, et cetera. And my reality, I could be living exactly the same reality, but how I communicate that reality out into the world could be completely different and sound different using different words but yet we might still be walking exactly the same path of experience. If that makes sense. Yes and That's no. Kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know what you're trying to say, but then, you know, there's a difference between a pear and an orange. They're both fruit, but they're not quite the same. You know, that that's how I see it anyway. Um, but their experience is still the same. As far similar. as Similar, yeah, but they're different <laughs> flavors. <laughs> But yeah, no, what I'm trying to say is it's not just a, a notion or a concept to me. It yeah. is 
my life. It is the reality that I'm in and it has been the reality I've been in forever, forever. Mm -hmm. And I mean that seriously. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) So do you have any other questions that are like specific to Twin Flames or? Oh, very specific. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, I would say if I have, yeah, I think I have a question that's coming. Let me see. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) if, (laughs) let's come back to awareness of twin flame and maybe the energetic signature and how we feel that energy of a twin flame. Can you explain that? Yeah, so um, the similarities are, I'm going to try to explain that. Uh, The energy signal, okay, so first of all, it can be felt in different ways or it can manifest in different ways, but you share, because you share the same frequency, let's call it a frequency or vibration, um, you're basically kind of mutually understand each other without having to ask questions or without having to discover anything. So usually when you meet someone, you, you have to, you kind of interview each other. And as you talk and as you interact, you find out more about the person you're like, and then you can decide whether you like this person or not. Uh, with a twin soul, that doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. You literally, you're, you're just, you just know. You just know each other so you don't when you talk to each other it's like you you've known this person your entire existence because you have so you talk about other things you'll talk about things that have nothing to do on a personal level and some people can find that really strange at first i know we did um <laughs> but uh yeah so you have a very easy intuitive connection and mode of communication that goes that is very more about feeling and is more intuitive and psychic I would say even even psychic because it's telepathy and also you're not just communicating through words you're communicating through vibration you're communicating Mm -hmm. through presence Uh, so there's a lot of of understanding that is exchanged between you that it just happens um through your clairs, or I want to call it through clairs because I'm in the psychic world, but you know, that just is just transmuted very easily energetically. There you go, energetically. So that's, and also uh, some people who are like me who are clairsentient, you can actually feel the person's presence it, on your auric field, and it can, you actually can feel it on your skin as well. Uh, you can feel, but for me, that's more of a spirit thing right now. But when he was uh, incarnate, I would, and he would think about me or he would, you know, and vice versa, we would think about each other. Literally, you would feel like there's an energy over you and sometimes mingling with your own energy and coming into your chakras and all of that. So, and that, that's what happens. And I, I don't know if that happens with other people. I have never, or other soul types, I have mm-hmm. never experienced it with others. Uh, it's only been with <laughs> with my twin flame for me or twin flames but uh yeah so I don't know if it happens with a soulmate or what I know telepathy definitely happens with soulmates as well and uh but that the level of knowing the level of communication that's just without you don't even have to try it's just there like that's to me that's been very unique to that experience so does that answer the question <laughs> 
Well, honestly, it's a very hard question to answer because I mean, what, what does energy feel like? What does frequency feel like? I mean, we have, I can feel people's energy all the time. I can feel yours right now. Um, and I could say a lot of my interpretation of it. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I'd have to compare it to something for somebody yeah. else to kind of get it. Yeah, I, I can feel that too. Like like the 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 feeling that you're 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 thinking about. I, I I've always had that. Like I've always had that since that because again, Claire Sanchez. But I'm telling you, what you get with your true flame is something else completely. It is so okay, it is so potent. It is, it's almost like it's a living thing. It's not just um, feeling someone's aura or feeling someone's emotions or feeling someone's intent or presence mm -hmm. or, you know, because I can do that too. I mean, I, and I've actually been practicing lately with my, my tarot readings and with the portraits I've been doing and all of that. So I can feel people's energies and, and all and experience, but yeah, it's so hard to explain, but a twin flame, is is literally you feel it so deeply and so keenly it it is like it's it's like it's almost physical mm -hmm. <laughs> so i i mean i have experienced uh moments with people that is was like mind-blowing in that mm -hmm. space um laying on the ground with a with a woman one time and it was like time and space was completely still like there was a bubble around us like everything outside of that bubble was like in kind of a was blurry even the sounds were blurry um but she assured me she wasn't a twin flame like i never said twin flame or anything but yeah that was just not um yeah it was she she says that that happens a lot to her because of how developed she is energetically so that makes sense and and that was quite a few years ago. And since then, I've had other people saying the same thing to me because of how I have developed my energy, <laughs> which, which which is interesting. So I could say, I don't know that, what to say about I that. I mean, that could could be because I'm just thinking, I'm just uh, visualizing it. And, and yeah, I've definitely had that happen too. Again, only with my twin flame. In my, no, no, maybe not. Anyway, I don't know for sure with him though. But it's because I honestly think it's like, I don't know if it's an energy transfer of some kind, but I think there's a definite reason for what that, why that happens. Why, uh, yeah, yeah, because you feel like you're not moving, like time stands still, right? That's kind of, and that's, I think that's a, that's our, I think it could be a way of our soul's way of bookmarking that moment. <laughs> Being like, oh, this is an important mm -hmm. moment, or this is a moment that you're going to recall later or whatever. It's, it's, it's an important yeah. And, um happening and like yeah i call those keys <clears throat> yeah okay cool so, so people bring us keys and that was a key for me and and <clears throat> i'm grateful for it because like i had no idea that 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 grace and serenity could exist like that and um yeah so it was a it was an amazing experience one that i try to reproduce all the time so would you have to I don't really have a choice, do I? <laughs> uh, do you have any questions for me? 
Uh, oh man, I don't know. I've, I've actually just listened a little bit to another podcast you were doing, but uh, I don't know enough about you. <laughs> Which one was it? It was the one you were doing just before about the Healy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was kind of a shared experience with the Healy, that one. Yeah. That was, oh, so I, way, I have. There's no way notion. more colorful podcasts. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but my podcasts are kind of a journey of, of my vulnerabilities in a way. Because sometimes, I, I mean, I'm always vulnerable in a podcast. I don't know if I have been overly vulnerable in this one. Uh, oh, yes, actually, maybe I have by stating uh, that. I don't completely believe in twin flames. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit vulnerable because I could have really pushed your, pushed a trigger for you. And um, you kind of did. Um, but at the same time, not really, because I mean, like I said, it's okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter well, whether but, you but believe tr- or not. Yeah. But, but the truth is I believe in you mm-hmm. and I, I believe in your journey. I believe in, in, everything that exists in your being um but i just interpret how you move and experience things differently so and you could i mean in two days i might be like oh my god cindy um i believe in twin flames now or that's part of my it's part of my thing now or part of my vocabulary yeah. And who knows, who knows what happens in a day or a moment. It, I mean, it, it, right. Honestly, it does. At the end of the day, whether someone believes or not, doesn't matter. Um, the message is really for people who, what I'm interested in is speaking to people who are having these weird out there, just crazy ass experiences. And they think, they, you know, they think they, they don't know what's going on or they're making it up or whatever, because it definitely happened on that side of the spectrum too. Um, yeah. So, if, and for those people who don't believe or who are skeptical or whatever, I mean, that's valid too. And if, you know, I think it's good for people to at least ask and, uh, and contemplate it. And acknowledge it because that's good. But this is the people who are like, we're like, no, no, that's just, whatever it's it's you know and i understand the viewpoint of people thinking it's a toxic thing or it's uh it's an unhealthy obsession because i think that too (laughs) (laughs) even with all my experiences i really think that in the mainstream there's a lot of bad um negativity and just not toxic attachment to that story because for a lot of people it is a story and um it doesn't have to be you know, I'd rather see it as an experience. And if it's not in your experience, then let it go. You know, it's part of letting certain things go that don't serve you. Because if it's, you're in your twin flame journey and it's making you miserable, why have it? Because I'm, I guarantee you, the twin flame journey is not supposed to make me miserable. It's supposed to make you the best you've ever been, literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I'm gonna tell you, for me, it's, it has allowed me to express myself completely. It's allowed me to um, really dive into my creativity, into my gifts, all of them, 
not just a few of them, like literally all of them to a point where I get overwhelmed sometimes how much stuff I feel like I have to do or dive into and explore. Um, and it, it's in all the things that I wanted to do as a child, all the things I wanted to do growing up, I am doing now because that's what it does. It brings you, again, it brings you back to your true self, to who you wanted to be as, as a little kid or who how you ever you expressed yourself when you first came into the world, that's what it brings you back to because that's, that's, yeah. That's a really good insight that it brings you back to your true self. So each one of these moments where you, where you, where you meet one of these people and they bring that key allows you to experience something very divinely true about yourself. Yes. Yeah. Totally. And again, for some people like like yourself or others, it doesn't have to be through a twin flame. It could be through someone else. It could be through however many experiences and relationships. It, it doesn't well, have to be, you know. I, maybe I have several hundred twin flames. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? No. <laughs> you would die. <laughs> no, you would die. It, it's it's because okay I'm saying no because the intensity of it is so like it's so it's so much people would like combust <laughs> like if you had many like and I know people have are there are people who have many twin planes and, and all that and that's great but the experience what it brings to you is it accelerates you so fast that if you were to have like let's say a hundred twin flames I honestly, I honestly I don't know if you could, as a human, sustain that. Like, it's so much. Um, like, I honestly just see you, like, exploding. <laughs> Sweet. That'd be good. This yeah. physical form would have just explode <laughs> and annihilate, and then there'd just be a luminescent energy left. That That's, that's yeah, that's kind of, <laughs> I mean, maybe that, that would be a cool experience. I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I know for me, like it's, it's, it's brought so much and it's, mm -hmm. and every time we've been in contact, it's the, uh, the spiritual evolution is so fast and so strong that, yeah, I think if we had to, to do that over and over again in one lifetime, it, it would be crazy. You, you would, would evolve into, we would already be in 5D. <laughs> We'll be in 5D tomorrow if that was the case. But uh, yeah, it's just a lot. So, and that's the thing too about the whole twin flame experience is it's a it's a very fast way. It's a very I have a friend of mine who call it like the, the fast track to spiritual ascension, evolution, whatever growth. Uh, and it is, or fast track to psychic development too, because that's what happened with me as soon as my my twin um was in spirit passed over he passed over crossed over did did his thing over there came back and uh and when he did that i mean and he was now he's with me you know like he's with me now he's with me 24 7 and it's um it it has speed warped my mediumship abilities to where i had just the regular like before i was as i was an empath i was sensitive but now in two years, I'm, I'm at a place where a lot of mediums have not been able to achieve in 10 years. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I don't know if that's ego talking, but it's what it seems like. It's what it's, I'm, no, I'm I've, moving. I've through. done my medium work, so. Yeah. 
so yeah so that it's just that's just how it is to be that open to spirit all the time is it and then to have a spirit that is also vibrationally your exact match because that's what it is you know and that's what we're talking about when you're talking about keys like to me i translate that as a vibrational match as uh, for that moment, for that time you're in, for what you need, for what you both need, you know what I mean? There's so many different ways of how a vibrational match can happen. Um, but, but yeah, so the twin flame, if you can want to think about it that way, that's an excellent way to put it, is that they are in every way, in every way possible, your exact vibrational match from head to toe, from whatever experience you want to think of. <laughs> So, and let's clarify vibrational match. So mm -hmm. to resonate with, with somebody, do we need opposite uh, polar energies or do we need identical energies or what? Well, like For me, it's identical. I would say we're very close, right? Very close. Uh, the thing with twin flames is they give you the false illusion that you're pol polar opposites often because you're so alike, <laughs> because you're such a vibrational match to each other, the way it's expressed, especially if you have a lot of traumas, if you had a lot of fears that you're kind of like projecting onto, like if you say you're, you're the type of person that I was, where I was projecting my fears and insecurities onto everybody, and I didn't know it. So I met my twin flame and I was projecting all that stuff onto him and vice versa. Uh, it seems like you're both so different. It seems like you're polar opposites, like you come from completely different worlds. But it's an illusion because the thing that's happening is that you're so much alike. You're projecting the same stuff. And it's mm -hmm. basically giving life to your most, to the deepest fear that you have, the, the, the biggest insecurity that you have. But that's all just a symptom. It's like a of, of being in the same, in the space of somebody that is you basically that is very close to you some people say say that twin flames are also a different version of you and i think i find that's very valid as well but not as valid as some people say it is <laughs> but uh yeah anyway i don't want to go into that because that's another podcast <laughs> <laughs> very good anyway i i think we've talked about enough for this podcast what do you think sure <clears throat> um the the only other thing i'm curious and maybe maybe you want to show one of your drawings like that's how i kind of found you was like through one of those very cool drawings what, do you feel well, like showing one i i i don't know if i can show one um I sh can i sh screen share because they're all digital yeah yeah you can screen share <clears throat> uh, i think you have to enable me Give me permission. <laughs> uh, okay. And then I'm just gonna, I'll show you like a sneak peek. How about that? Uh, to, okay, just, I'm just pulling one out here. Okay, this it says is... that you can share now. Okay, perfect. Oh, there it is. So this one I haven't um, shown to people yet. I haven't published it anywhere, but I will be tomorrow. I think so. You guys get a little bit of a 
preview. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Well, tomorrow might be today. It might be yesterday. Oh, okay. I see. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> For those listening today, it's going to be tomorrow. <laughs> No worries. Uh, okay, let's go back to. I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever screen shared, so bear with me here. Oh, this one. Um, share. Derek, can you guys see that? Yes, that's amazing. So, this is uh, a rendition of Sen Dauphin. Sen Dauphin, I'm sorry if I can't say that right. Uh, who is an archangel. Uh, Metatron's brother or sibling because uh, she came out as a woman in this session and this was um, this was a guide for someone that I did and uh, she came very in, in a lot of very crisply crispy <laughs> like crisp like very snowy air like very mm. I don't want to say wintry but she had this very clear crisp um energy about her and she's very much about communication and, which was uh yeah and had some really good messages for the person I did the portrait for and uh yeah but communication was was uh, one of the, the biggest things that she brings for sure so yeah and if you want to look up Sandalfon the uh, angel the archangel you can probably find out more there as well but uh, that's how they appeared to me <laughs> So how long does it take you to do one of these? It's, um, it depends. Uh, I am actually still kind of learning the program. This is Daz Studio. And uh, so I render it in Daz Studio and then I put it in PaintShop Pro and then I edit the, the lighting and stuff like that that way. And uh, yeah, so and I am, I have actually, I, I have, uh, I used to do graphic design a long time ago. So I do have a background in it, but still I am learning still. So it can take me many, many hours to do. As I progress, it probably won't be as that intense, but it does take uh, about a day, I would say like 12 hours or so maybe or less. So the process, mm -hmm. you sit with somebody probably over Zoom or whatever, and you do a reading, and then you come up with this image in your mind and then you bring it to life or what? Uh, yeah, something like that. So what I've been doing is have like a short Zoom meeting. Um, they're just a few minutes. They're not very long. You just ask a few questions about, and it's just questions about, you know, what are your goals right now? Like kind of like feeling where they're at in their life at the moment. And then, um, and then I honestly kind of let that go. Or if it's been a little bit, I, I'll, I'll listen to it again. And then I go into meditation and I just clear. And I ask for, and I connect with, so I, I connect with my guides and then I ask uh, to connect with the person's guides. So I connect with their, sorry, I'm like not saying this properly. <laughs> so I go into meditation, connect with my guides, connect with the person asked to connect to their guide. So this kind of like, you know, you know, when you do mediumship, there's a little bit of a ladder to go through. And then, um, and then we all work together. And then I ask for, to talk to whoever's guide wants to come through. So whoever this person I'm doing the reading for, which God wants to come through and have a message or, you know, 
who wants to be represented basically. And, and it's usually the person that need to be shown that the person that the receiver, um, the client needs to hear from. And then I do the representation. Well, at first, when I'm done the meditation, I write it all down. <laughs> I write my impressions down as immediately so I don't forget. And, um, and sometimes I feel like I'll even just start and do like the base work in Daz Studio and just get the, uh, the, the visual representation of them as fast as I can before I forget. Nice. So yeah, and then I go from there and then I take my time to make mm -hmm. it pretty. So yeah. It sounds pretty cool. Uh, so if, if somebody wanted one of these, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, well, right now, uh, you can just message me. I'm actually, for December, I think I'm pretty full up. Um, but I think in the new year, you could go to the Big Bear Movement <clears throat> site and they'll be offered there. I'm not sure if they'll be offered right away because uh, I'll be offering twin flight ratings. Mm. And, um, and general tarot readings at first, and then we'll probably roll out the portraits in the new year. So 2021 is when you can expect that. But if you want one before that, I mean, you can always message me, see what happens. But for December right now, I'm pretty, I'm pretty full of it, So Nice. That's good to hear. Yeah. Beautiful to hear. Well, thank you for doing the podcast with me. This has been fun. It's been like a bit of a roller coaster and some some enlightening moments. And mm -hmm. yeah, it's been cool. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me express that. And I hope that it reaches the right people and uh, and brings some clarity to people. And I hope it doesn't confuse more because that's always my worry is that I say things that just muddles things more. <laughs> so, because <laughs> I want to bring more clarity and, and you know, try to, uh, to communicate the reality of it um, and get people to, uh, to face themselves and face their truth. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's really important. Face your own truth mm -hmm. and embrace it. Yes. Cool. Cool. Thank you. This podcast is Expansion Cast. Thank you for listening. If it's in your ability to support this podcast, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash expansioncast.